New highs again for US equities. Is the outlook really so great? It's certainly not so great in China, is it, where shares have slumped? And where do we sit in Australia? Somewhere in between, really. The NAB business survey out last time showed a fall in business confidence with rising costs. What will it show today? Plus the Bank of Japan, and it's looking like Trump will get a clear run for the Republican nomination for the White House as well, if he can stay out of prison. It's Tuesday, the 23rd of January, 2024. It's the morning call from NAB. Good morning. Well, not much going on with the US dollar. It is up ever so slightly. The euro is down 0.1%. The Aussie is down 0.4% to 65.7 US cents this morning. US stocks continue to make a go of it, although closing down from their session highs. A third of 1% up for the Nasdaq, almost a quarter percent for the S&P, 0.4% for the Dow, which hit another high this session, topping 38,000 for the first time. In fact, closing over 38,000 as well. The Russell 2000, just to show how broad-based the gains are in the United States, that closed up over 2% this morning. Uh, shares also going well in Europe with a 0.7% rise in the Euro stocks 50. Half of that for the FTSE 100. Compare that to the big falls that we saw in China yesterday. The Hang Seng was down 2.3%. Treasury yields are down just two basis points for 10 years back to 4.1%, down five basis points for 10-year bunds in Germany. Aussie 10 years were down six basis points to 4.23% yesterday, not far off that on futures overnight. And fairly sharp falls in uh, rises today in oil, 1.6% for Brent. It did get over $80 earlier. And 2.4% for WTI, back over 75. Uh, a mix of geopolitics and the weather driving that, because in North America, uh, bad weather has limited supply a bit. Plus, of course, we've got all this positive attitude about the state of the US economy, uh, which could be adding to demand as well. So, Sky Masters joins me today from NAB in, in Sydney. Interesting, isn't it, that we've got this sort of ebullient mood in the US, which is uh, certainly reflected in equities, even though, you know, there's some concerns that maybe the markets have been a bit hasty with their expectations of of just when the Fed will cut. But equity markets are still going up uh, with another new high. But how is this being reflected in the bond markets right now? Morning, Phil. Yeah, look, as you said, sort of um, equity markets um, have started the week on a a positive note. For the bond market, um, you know, pretty limited moves overnight. Um, You know, there's been a no surprise, it's been a fairly quiet start to the week for um, rates markets with the lack of key economic data releases overnight. And also you've got the Fed now in blackout ahead of um, their upcoming meeting. Um, but bonds have, bond yields have edged a little bit lower overnight, um, largely led by by bonds that they've, they've outperformed on, on the night. Um, but really, as I said, li- limited moves in, in bond markets, um, looking at pricing for the Fed, um, you know, and, and this is obviously something that I think is sort of un- underlying some of the support for US equities, um, is that ongoing expectations of um, Fed easing this year. So if I look at current OAS pricing, the market fully prices a 25 base point rate cut by the Fed by May. Um, and the market has around 135 base points of cuts priced by year end. So that is well down on pricing that you saw at the start of the year, where I think the market was probably pricing around, um, you know, close to a f- fully pricing a cut by March and 200 base points of cuts for the year ahead. So so expectations for the Fed have been wound back, um, reflecting the, the resilience that we're seeing in, um, in US economic data um, to date. 
But, you know, as I said, the market's still expecting the Fed to, to cut. Um, and I think that's sort of giving that exuberance in in, um, in US equity markets and, and also um, supporting US equities is, is the Q4 or the current um, Q4 earnings, which have surprised to the upside. Much less enthusiasm in China, of course, uh, or in fact in Chinese companies listed in America. So the NASDAQ Golden Dragon Index is down almost 15% year to year, uh, year to date. I mean, the, the fact is nothing's being offered by the PBOC, is it? So, uh, but I mean, that that seems very localised. I mean, you know, the, not so long ago, we would have been very concerned. A downturn in China would mean a downturn for the world. Yeah, no, that you're, you're, you're correct there, Phil, that, you know, previously you, you may have seen, you know, when, when um, Chinese equities were traded lower, that would be reflected globally in equity markets. But, but you know, obviously um, times are changing and, and I think it's just reflecting the, the different um, sort of economic backdrops for, for the jurisdictions. So, you know, Chinese economy is, is soft and that's being reflected in, in their equity market, whereas, you know, the US is, is a very different story. Well, it's the Bank of Japan today. Uh, it's expected they're going to keep interest rates in negative territory. Uh, but we also get their quarterly economic projections uh, with their, with that report today. So whether they will stay above their 2% target uh, with the, their core rate was uh, 2.3% uh, year on year in December. Uh, will they manage to bring that down? Or will we find that they have to hike later in the year? Who knows? I mean, uh, we get a press conference today, so maybe they'll talk less about easing. Maybe they'll even start to mentioned the word tightening who knows perhaps yeah i mean so um you know the the BAG, BAG, sorry can can always surprise the market but there's um you know the expectation is for no change today um and you know as as you said the focus will be on on their their um, updated forecasts and the risk there is uh you know that, that maybe they revise down their core inflation um forecasts reflecting the the recent fall in oil prices so you know i guess the market is looking at, at april for maybe the first opportunity for a change but really if 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 they're for, if you know they revise down their inflation forecast the risk is is that um, you know, anything from the BOJ is much BOJ is much later um, this year rather than earlier. And where are we? Where's Australia in the midst of all of this? So, as we said, China not doing very well. The US, obviously, uh, you know, going great guns. Uh, where, where exactly is Australia? We get the the NAB business survey out today. I guess that'll give us a bit of a handle. Uh, we don't know what's in it this time, but we do know what was in it last time for November when we saw business confidence sliding. Uh, in fact, besides COVID, it was the, the, the lowest level since two thousand and twelve. Uh, particularly for consumer-facing industries like retail and, and recreation. But we also saw cost pressures as well uh, for labour and purchases. So there's a bit to watch for today in that, isn't there? And, and, but just generally, you know, how is Australia faring? What's happening in the Australian bond market? Yeah, look, our, our bond market is is sort of pretty much just tracking um, what U.S. Treasuries are doing. So, you know, for this for this week in particular, um, you know, we do obviously have the NAB Business Survey out today, but um, you know, it, it's really a big market moving um, driver of of the directional moves in bonds. So, um, you know, we're pretty much just just following what's going on in the globe, and and as you discussed, I think yesterday with Tapas. Um, you know, we've got US GDP and PCE out later this week. So that's really going to be the driver of of um, market sentiment in, in bonds. And, um, you know, you're going to get mixed information because you know, the, 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 
the um, expectations are that, you know, the GDP number will show resilience in the US economy and the PCE data will show that there's further easing in, in inflation um, in the US. So how that plays out in, in bond markets, it's, it's unclear, but... Um, uh, you know, I guess that data will, will sort of, if it comes out as expected, will support um, current market pricing for, for the Fed. Um, but in terms of what uh, Aussie bonds are doing, as I said, we are tracking US, US um, treasuries. Sort of if we look at where our Aussie 10-year bond is tracking relative to the US 10-year bond, we're, we're currently trading around 13 basis points above the US 10-year bond. Um, and our fair value models, which sort of look at one year ahead pricing for the Fed and RBA, would put that spread at probably wider at around um, plus 30 basis points. Um, so I guess at the moment, um, you know, we're looking a little bit rich relative to, to US, US Treasuries based on, based on um, you know, Aussie data and, and expectations for the RBA for the year ahead. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what happens today. I'm looking at the AFR this morning. They're talking about the Cabinet meeting happening today to discuss how the government is going to help out lower and middle income earners who are facing cost of living pressures and whether they're actually going to change the tax cuts for high income earners, for those earning over 180000 They may try and use the benefits from that to, uh, to go more to lower income earners. That is the talk anyway. Uh, so no doubt we'll hear more on that uh, today. But otherwise, uh, European consumer confidence to head today ahead of the ECB. Later in the week, we get the Richmond Fed Manufacturing Index early tomorrow morning as well, and the New Zealand Performance of Services Index. But not a lot going on today. It's fair to say. Yes, it is. It is another another quiet a quiet session. So um, you know, in the US, you do have some more of the regional manufacturing um, surveys which are out. Uh, and you also have the U.S. Treasury issuing um, 60 billion of two-year notes. So this this week we have the U.S. Treasury issuing I think it's around 160 billion of, of bonds across two-year, five-year, and seven-year notes. Um, so in terms of um, you know the noise or, or the choppiness that you're currently seeing in rates, um, you know it, it will be interesting to see. Um, investor uptake on on these uh, issues, uh, and, given where yields are currently tracking. And just after our podcast yesterday, uh, Ron DeSantis exited from the race for the Republican president nominee. So we've got the New Hampshire primary Tuesday in the United States. They're still on Monday, of course, over there at the moment. The expectation is another trouncing by Trump uh, with DeSantis giving his backing. So, I mean, it's looking like it is going to be a Trump-Biden election at the end of the year. I know we're just at the beginning of the year, but uh, it's something to think about, isn't it? The latest polls from ABC News, Trump has got a net rating of 9.2% unfavorable, so minus 92 basically, uh, compared to a 16.1% disapproval rating for Joe Biden. So, you know, generally, people don't like either of them, but they seem to like uh, dislike Trump a little less. So if he can stay out of prison... Could he be the next president? Maybe, maybe an Oval Office in prison could uh, could be the answer. Uh, but you know, it's too early maybe to talk about this. But you know, it's it's shaping up for an interesting end to the year anyway. Yeah, look, I think Phil, this is going to be a discussion that that's going to be ongoing, obviously, until November. And you know, no- November is a long way away. Um, markets, you know, potentially will will, you know, react um, to the US election, but I think it's it's too early. There's so much else going on at the moment in terms of what central banks are going to do that, um, you know, a- any positioning ahead of the US election is, is, 
is something for, for later this year, not now. Yeah. But in the meantime, we can get the popcorn out and enjoy the spectacle, can't we? Uh, anyway, that's it. I think we've done it all. Uh, we can move on, Sky. Good to talk. We'll catch you again very soon. Thanks. Thanks, Phil. And that is the morning call for this Tuesday morning. I'm Phil Dobby for NAB. Back again tomorrow morning. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening in.